0: How good's this card? For midweek racing, this is absolutely superb. It's fantastic. Um, I did the form yesterday and and had a ball looking through at the replays and some of the runners that we've got coming up. Um, Very exciting program. Some of these dogs have been racing on a Saturday night um, in the the city class meetings, and uh, it's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to discussing them as we go through the day.
1: Let's welcome in James Vandermart, of course, an enormous part of what we do here on SEN Track, one of the best race callers in the country, and he's taken a good look. We're just saying there, what a a fantastic midweek deck of races we've got. Mate, at the moment, I mean, every day we look at the races, there's just uh, so many big names and so many good races on the card. And, look, I think uh, today's no exception as well with the Midweek Meadows program. And, uh, look, one thing I've been saying, Jack, and I've been saying it for a while, mate, I'm really enjoying the Grade 8 racing as well. Mm. Obviously, we don't have that on today, but uh, we can look forward to that at either the out or the Meadows just about every week. So everywhere we look, mate, there's always good racing. And I'm pretty, pretty open in saying I think Victoria's the, the strongest uh, racing hub for greyhound racing in the world.
0: Yeah, look, I don't think anyone would disagree, or well, no one in this studio will probably disagree with you at the moment, uh, James. That's a pretty forward comment. Um, you would have done the form today. Anything stand out to you?
1: I thought it was a pretty hard program, to be honest. I was keen on race seven, number three, Junk Food Junkie. The Greyhound's dropping a bit in class, I feel, but uh, she just needs to clear the inside too in the run to the first corner. I mean, her form is superior to her opposition today, but Really good form from Sale into this uh, this meeting today at the Meadows. But you look at the the runners she's been going around with Faithy Bale, Halberd Bale, King Colt, Fabriola, Zad Amarillo, Highway, and she was mixing it in free for all company at Sandown two runs ago. To think she was a, a genuine chance in that race to now go back to a fifth grade heat. She just she just appears beautifully drawn. And like I said, if she can get to the front, there are some some high quality sprinters in the race. Sweet Demi's got plenty of upside. East Side's a promising type. Uh, the Malaya Bale, Red Hot Tears, both go well and then Zekel Bale should be storming home at the end but just think if she can get the fly on them early she can bounce back to the winners list in race number 7. So you're not overly concerned with the box draw there, It's a lot of its wins have come from the outside but you're okay with 3? Yeah, look, she's been a greyhound that uh, well, it just depends on her early pace. But the last four runs, uh, she's led up two of those. She's gone five eleven, five eleven, five twelve, and five eleven at Sandown Park. Now, against this type of opposition, I think that's going to be enough to lead, as you found in Mixed three and for all company, there's a lot more pressure on in the run to the first corner, so that 5.11 hasn't been enough to lead, but in comparison, you look at a greyhound like number two All show who's rising in class, and he split 5.14 at Sandown, which is half a length slower than Junk Food Junkie, but yet was still able to lead that race clearly at Sandown Park, so the form can be a little bit deceptive until you really break it down and have a look at sectionals, and I I feel if Junk Food Junkie can ping the way she can, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she went a 5.05, 5.08 to the first peg, and look, if she does that. She's got a personal best of 30-10. She's dropping in class. Just needs to clear them early. I think she's going to be very hard to beat. Yeah,
0: I, I actually, like I was saying before, I did the form yesterday and I, I agree with you completely. I, I did that race as well and I couldn't go past Junk Food Junkie either. I thought it looked really well suited dropping back from the class. Um, James, now you all emceed for us at the Australian Cup this year. How did you find that experience with Molly uh, with Molly?
1: Emceeing a- yeah, it was, it was an absolute wow of a time. Well, to be honest, I, I walked off at the end of the night and I said to Molly, that was just awesome fun. Like The, the crowd was good, mate. It was, it was it was a really good atmosphere. And that's one thing I'm missing at the moment, obviously, with uh, with no patrons on course. But there was just a really good vibe, a really good buzz around the track. And the, the club, the Meadows, put on a, a great show as well with so many giveaways. And I found it to be really engaging. And, and I think the fact that myself and Molly were able to host together and MC, I, I just felt like it flowed a little bit. Better. There was a bit more back and forth and for example Molly would head over and get the last word from Connections whilst i standing stand near the winning post and to be honest I just felt like it, it felt it felt good and mate the, the show the Meadows put on I think is, is something they should be proud of because it was an exceptional three week carnival and look hopefully by March next year things <laughs> should be back to normal and we can do it again.
0: there's actually a great, uh, great experience that night where we were giving away tickets to uh, people for the Australian Cup final next week yeah. in the Marquee area and uh, we decided to come up with a bit of a promotion of the people who could cheer the loudest and uh i reckon we had four groups of young people all cheering louder than each other and uh we ended up having to give them all vouchers because we couldn't decide it was just <laughs> a chaos at one point it, it went nuts um so if you were in that area at <laughs> the time was, you would have been was. wondering what was going on um james t- talk <laughs> us to us about your calling like obviously it's a very hard caper um you know we listen to it and we hear it so often from when we look, watch sky or, or racing but it's obviously very difficult give us an insight to what it's like calling races
1: yeah, mate, I I like to think it's something that the more you do it, the the better you're going to get it. And it's like, like any job in the world, I suppose, that, that you get that continuity and you do it week in, week out, day after day, naturally it becomes easier. But, look, I, I sort of have always, I guess, race called, thinking that I'm calling this to a blind person. And Paul Hammond was, was one of the people who took me under his wing early days. And uh, that was probably one of the, the standout advices he gave me in the, the early part. And it's something I still think about every single time I, I call a race. And what I do now majority of people will watch the race, but what I do when I'm driving home, I'll just click on the, the race replays, I'll turn my phone upside down, I'll drive home, and as if I'm listening to a podcast, I just listen back to all of the race calls from that night, and then I'll sit there, and as I'm driving, I go, well, I, I probably could have done that better, uh, could have done this better, and you, you sort of just uh, just always look to improve. I think that's the the key to race calling, because, um, yeah, the, 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 you want to get to that stage where you're describing it as as best you can and painting the best picture as possible, so mate it's 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 a, it's a constant challenge and mate i'm always trying to get better so yeah hopefully uh hopefully it can just keep happening
0: now i know you've done some big races uh you, you've actually been very well received um in terms of that what's the best race you've caught or what's your most uh memorable experience
1: oh look it's it's a tricky one actually that uh to be honest, probably the, the first Sandown Cup I called was a, a very, very special race. I was only very young and, to be honest, it all sort of happened and, and was a bit of a blur how quick it went by and Bobby Boucher won the race and I think I said it's a great display of speed and stamina but I listened back to the call now. And- because as you progress as a race caller, you, 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 so, and probably with you, Jack, you notice it with commentary as well, mate, in the footy and that, but you, you don't realise how much you're progressing until you actually go back and listen to something from 10 years ago. And I, I sounded like I, I sucked on six balloons before I went up there. It was, it was horrific. But uh, at the time, mate, I was I was very proud of it. I still am now, and uh, that's a great race. And obviously the Melbourne Cup is the, the, the top of any race caller's list, and, and to think I've called a Melbourne Cup is, is almost a bit surreal to, to be honest, I feel like it never happened, but uh, <laughs> it did, and it was a very, very close finish. And I was, I was very, very glad I got the photo finish right. And one thing people don't realise that stand down where we broadcast from, we're a fair bit before the line, and the, the the camera angle that you see on Sky Channel is a fair bit after the line. So the actual the actual line that the judges have is right in between both of us. So sitting at home, you'd say, oh, for example, it looks like one side is one, and, and from where I call it, it, looks like the other side. So you have to. Uh, was a, that was a, to when you're calling a race at Sandown Park, and I think the more you call at a certain venue, the better you get, but that was a, that was a wonderful thrill, that's for sure.
0: I, I've got to say, I, I remember that Sandown Cup. I think I had a runner, and it might have been pillow talk that oh. night, actually, and uh, I didn't think you did that bad a job, so I think you're being a bit harsh on yourself, and uh, the fact that you're calling well now shows that you obviously did quite well that night. Um, have you had a look at the cards anywhere during the rest of the, the week coming that you thought there were any standouts? I'm actually just
1: browsing through, about to uh, to browse through, because I will be on uh, on the Thrill of the Chase this afternoon, which kicks off from about 5 o'clock. So it's probably a good tease if I say tune in at uh, oh, very 5 good. o'clock and we'll yes. go through tonight's <laughs> racing and uh, having a good look tomorrow as well at Sandown. I mean, that, that free-for-all is a monster race. It's uh, a huge clash between the likes of Who Told Stevie, Simon Told Helen and co. And to be honest, I can't, ro- can't wait to see what, what transpires there, because the word has always been Who Told Stevie can go with Simon Told Helen. And... Yeah. Who knows, maybe he'll get his chance to shine uh, tomorrow. That's a, a cracking race. And the Thursday and Saturday night meets especially have just been red hot for weeks on end now.
0: Now, James, quick question for you. We, we've been doing a poll the last couple of weeks. Um, last week's was quite good. Um, we asked who you'd rather own right now. Uh, this week we've done one on which Meadows race you'd like to win. We've got the Group 1 uh, Maturity obviously coming up. Uh, and we've put a poll out asking, would you rather win the Maturity Classic, the Silver Chief, the Superstayers or the Tem Lee? All Group 1s, all worth 100000 to the winner. Uh, is it one that you'd love to win? Yeah, look, I
1: saw Brett Nye's comment on this post and he said he'd be happy to win any. And to be honest, I think I, I'd be more than happy to agree with that answer. And to be honest, mate, I, I've yet to have trained, or myself and my wife, are yet to have trained a, a runner at the Meadows even on a Wednesday. So uh, we're not too far away, hopefully. So, uh, I, I, mate, I, I'd love just to win a race on a Saturday night there. I, to be honest, I, I'd love to win a race anywhere. I, I win a race at Hillsville, and I get just as excited as I do if it is a city-class race. And but. At, that four look i've always been a big fan of, of your age restricted type of races so a silver chief and a maturity i mean it, it takes something pretty special and we, we've seen in the past so many superstar greyhounds that have won those races have then gone on to be out and out stars of the game and, and great stud dogs so i think uh, look I'd, I'd, I'd lean toward either the silver chief and the maturity but as i say mate any group race any race anywhere i'm more than happy to try and win <laughs> James, we always love having you part of the team here at SEN Track. You're an enormous part of it, and beautiful teas there as well. We'll hear you from five o'clock tonight. That's it, mate. Get around it, Jackie boy. Oh yes, please, James Vandermark.